This is Spraymakers, a podcast that dives deep into the world of slalom with Chris Rossi and Trent Demison. Slalom elbow is a pain most skiers have experienced in their lifetime. The boys discuss how to overcome it as well as how to prevent it. Enjoy. You might be cringing just at just at at the very mention of it. Um, oh, it hurts. It Rossi, hurts. It hurts, bad. Huh? it hurts bad, man. You know, it's like one of those things where. You know, uh, you could be going along and having the greatest season ever and, and you're yeah. skiing, you're skiing out of your mind and, you know, you're just like, couldn't, couldn't be any higher. And then you go to reach for the salt <laughs> shaker and you go like, Oh, Oh, what's wrong with my arm? Oh, you know? And then I know, man. Oh, and, and once it's there, it's, it's there and, and you can't ignore it. Oh. It's only going to get worse. So yeah, that's, it's not fun, man. It's not fun. And, no. and, 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 yeah, go ahead. When I was keeping with that, like when I I had it, I had it in uh in oh nine, and and it it was like just if I was sitting on the couch and I just you know went to put my arm on the on the on the backrest or on the pillow, just 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 grazing it, mm-hmm. um, it would just I mean just it would make my knees weak. So it, it's it's medial epicondylitis, right? It, it's it's uh, akin to or it is golfer's elbow. Um, so you can have like lateral epicondylitis on the outside, which would be, I guess that would be tennis elbow, but medial mm-hmm. is, is slalom elbow. It's that, it's that, it's that process on the inside of your elbow and it's where the tendon attaches and that it's usually just from, you know, repetition, doing the exact same motion over and over and over and over and over and over. That sounds a lot like slalom to me and over and over and over, or it can be from like a, like a trauma and it actually can be from popping the handle, you know, mm-hmm. under max load and just, just the pressure of the, of the, of the boat just, you know, causes that your muscle to fail. And just that sudden release can, can fire that, that tendon up and oh my gosh, um, so you're, I, mean, I know a lot straight of people fire. listening have had this. Yes. It, but you're, but you're, you know, you're not alone. Cause I mean, I know your buddies have it, but I mean, some of the best skiers in the world have, have dealt with it or continually deal with it. So let's, um, let's jump into it. You, you've had it. You know, I think it was, well, first off, thanks for the very, 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 very technical terms that back there, I, I was just kind of blown away when you dropped that knowledge my, uh, on me my, my buddy tom lawler's a doctor of physical therapy so he uh he's he's giving me the run through on, on what on what really goes on with this thing but dude when, you're uh, always you're I, well, always just, just, i know you know, i, I got it in, in 2009 and it was just like you were saying like things could be you could be on top of the world and da, 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 and that is what was going on i was getting incredible getting ready for the for the worlds in calgary canada and and it was exactly that i i popped the handle you know at took trying to take a, an S turn late S turn slackety hit at 41 and, and pop the handle and didn't think anything of it until the next day. And I literally couldn't do a deep water start and like that, not even one of those, you know, kind of revisionist Ooh. history. The story gets better every day. I, I couldn't get out of the water. Um, so it was like, Oh, exactly that. It was a month before worlds. And I was like, hmm, interesting curveball. It's um, always the curve. So it does. doesn't it, it, always it, happen. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's, it's right when you, it should never happen and it happens. And it is yes. just one of those things. I mean, so I, I uh, used to get it really, really hardcore on the inside of my elbow. Um, so mm-hmm. that's what you're calling golfer's elbow. And, um, and that, that is just crazy. Cause like you said, you could just rub it against your hip just catch your hip or something while you're moving. And you're like, Oh, that's fire. 
Um, yeah. And then nowadays, actually, I, I tend to get it more on the outside, like tennis elbow. No way. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's interesting. So um, ultimately, uh, if, you know, I, I sat there just trying to figure out for, you know, when I, you know, back in my 20s, when I got it, I was really, really diving deep into technique, d- diving deep into, you know, this is like early 2000s, you know, when uh, Jamie and I were skiing together a bunch, uh, Jamie Beauchene and I were skiing together a bunch and coming up with with our our version of what we were what we were seeing slalom going towards. So I had like this, I was so deep into technique and all of that. What was really interesting, you know, is that then you get, you get injured, you know, seemingly out of the blue and you start to Mm -hmm. go like, well, well, how the heck did that happen? Like what, what, what do you do (laughs) that makes this thing fire so bad when you did it a thousand times before and nothing happened? So you know, I've, I've got some thoughts, but, uh, you know, what, what, what do you see that, that leads people towards this injury or, or is it just the fact that you're repeating, you know, yeah. like, how do you see that? Like, what, like, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think like people, they want to chalk it up to like, oh, it's that old guy injury. Cause you know, cause obviously it isn't over, it's typically just an overuse injury. So as years stack upon years, but, but I think I think people, you know, you can find some solace in that fact that, like you said, you you got it in your twenties. I got it in '09. I don't know how old I was, but I wasn't very old in '09. <laughs> um, I mean, compared to how old yeah, I am now, exactly. You know, I was early thirties or thirty or whatever, and and you know, like Thomas Moore, two thousand nine U.S. Open runner-up. If in case someone doesn't know who he is, um, he he had it. He had it his whole career. He had it like through his, you know, probably late teens, even all the way until he was he finally got rid of it. You know, right around thirty. Um, so it, it, it's, it's broad reaching and, and I just think some people are just more predisposed, um, than others. Like, you know, I have a, a guy, I coach in, in Calgary, Jeff Humphreys, and he, I mean, he only skis a few months a year and he had, I mean, he had it so bad where even missing a complete summer taking, you know, staying like no upper body work in the gym, you know, like he was you know, really creative on how he could work out in the off season without really <laughs> using his arms. And, and I mean, it wouldn't go away until, you know, surgery was his only option. He's actually the only guy I've ever known to have success, successful, uh, this medial epicondylitis surgery, but I mean, Holy it was successful cow. for him. But, I mean, it went all yeah, the way to I mean, surgery, it, bro. It, there was no, there was no way around it. He was like, I mean, he, he had, you know, cause when it gets bad enough, you, you can actually lose well, I mean, I, well, even when I had an 09, like zero strength left in my hand, I, I could not, I could not squeeze that ball in my hand. Mm. Um, so, well, I, I let's so, jump in there. Back to your question. Uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Well, well I, I mean, say back to your question, like, yeah. like, it, it, so who is, who gets it? Well, it kind of anyone can, anyone can't, you know, people, I, you know, I think it's obvious that if you're taking slack it, slack it, slack it, slack it, running back, you know, running inefficient lines, having to cut really hard. Um, or if, you know, if your weight, your body weight kind of is greater than 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 the strength to support it. I mean, I, there's probably some factors that are that are going to leave you a little bit more open to it. But I think the answer is almost anyone can really be a you know victim. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. The one thing, so the one thing I'll say uh, that, and in, and in, in, in that's where I was going in my story earlier. You know, got really deep into technique, and then you injure your arm seemingly out of the blue, and you go, "How does that happen? How does that happen?" And you basically, you know while you're not skiing, all you can think about is how to get better so that you can be skiing. Um, and so spend a lot of time, you know, let's say close to meditating on what, what happens to lead up to that, to that place. And 
for me, I can tell you with tennis elbow, with the outside one that flares up a lot, I, I've gone back and watched video prior to, you know, prior to, to being injured. And it, and it isn't, it isn't that one set. It's not that one set that was right before, like you didn't, you didn't just hurt it. It's, it's been dinging its way along the, along the way. Like you get, you get an X amount of dings a year. And if you can keep under those dings, you're probably not going to get it. And the moment you go over that number, whatever it is, uh, I think, I think you just, it just happens. But for tennis elbow, for sure, for me, it is from hyperextension of the elbow. So, you know, when your elbow, when you straighten your arm all the way to straight, you know, that's, that's as far as your arm wants to go. And I bet it doesn't actually want to go all that way. You know, I mean, I can remember back when my elbow used to hurt, I'd start to open my arm and it would actually stop before I hit full extension. Like, you know, your, I think my body was actually guarding it before it would even happen. Nowadays, yeah. I work on flexibility and all that. So my arms are, you know, they're able to go straight. But for that tennis elbow, it is definitely 100% uh, from taking slack shot at the finish of the turn. And what happens is your arms are, yeah. you're sucking your arm in to suck up that slack. That's why, that's why you see people pull the handle in at the finish of the turn. They're not doing that instinctively because it's going to make them have a better turn. What you're doing is you're pulling it in to find out where, where that line comes tight. And then from there, you can let yourself out into your, into your stack position and get accelerating the fastest possible. You know, those of us that are pros can do that almost instantaneously and make it look very natural. Um, and when you, when you, when you take and cut off that turn, you know, and you, you come into slack, then, then you're sucking it up. And the more slack you're taking, the further away you, it takes you to find where that line comes tight and then smack it out to go, you know, into that stack position. I think that for me is what ultimately causes my tennis elbow sensation yeah. in my arm, you know, and it's just too many of those over and over and over again. And you don't necessarily feel them each time they happen, but I think they stack up, you know, so yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So, so then you get, yeah. So I don't know. I haven't, I haven't spent enough time thinking about the fire in the, in the, in the inside of the elbow, but you know, that seems to be definitely what you were talking about where, where, where things connect is why it's hot. And, um, so your fascia and your tissue and, and all that, and your ligaments are all attaching in these little spots. And I mean, how many times do you, uh, do you sit there and rub it, you know, when it hurts? You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. you just can't stop. You're like, but I, I'm not even sure that that's good. You know, I think it's just ice and rest and yeah. whatever. But so how about no, that? That's exactly it. Exactly. And and so people, if, I mean, if your elbow, the moment your elbow starts to hurt, don't keep skiing. You know, I mean, that's, that's just yes. my, my take. I don't know about you, Trent, but stop. It's, no. it's like, if it's even a little, so stop, stop. Yeah. You know, don't. Yeah. Yes. Or, or, or like just, or manager, you know, like do like a, like, like a, like a pitch count, if you will. Right. Like, you know, if you have, if you have a tournament coming up in two weeks and that elbow starts to heat up, well, I mean, you're obviously not going to quit because you, you know, you've been working for this, you know, whatever event it might be, whatever tournament it might be. Um, but like, you, so start monitoring volume, right? Like, I mean, you'd, especially if it happens to be two weeks before a tournament, I mean, you can cut your sets in half and you're in, and, and you know, you, you might find you're actually going to get a better result. So I, I think like, <clears throat> Let's start with preventative then, you know, so because even if you don't have it, which I mean, you know, currently I don't, but there's still there's measures you can take to help prevent it. Right. So um, one and you are, you already mentioned it. One is like flexibility, like, you know, the, the, the better range of motion you have 
wrist, forearm, you know, the, the, the more flexible you are at that point, um, the, the more you're going to be able to handle, like you said, you know, that, that those dings that are going to start to add up or taking those hits. Um, so, I mean, a really simple one, you know, is just like, say you're in a, like a tabletop position, hands and knees position, if you will, um, with your fingers facing, you know, away from your body, um, without, you know, not, not in a push up. But, you know, without putting a whole bunch of pressure, it's just to start, you know, with your hands facing 12 o'clock, palms on the on the floor, just to start inching, you know, that right hand towards three o'clock, left hand towards nine o'clock, um, you know, and just it, working your way around until hopefully you can get them both at six o'clock, getting like that nice stretch through your forearm um, all the way, you know, into that where that tendon does attach to that process. Um, just simple stuff like that, like getting getting a better range of motion, getting better flexibility. Um, mm, I, I like that a lot. I'll, I'll do one more. Yeah, that one's a good one. And, and that's, that's just something, you know, I try to do every day, you know, when I am in the gym, not, not to say that I'm in the gym every day anymore, <laughs> but, uh, and then <clears throat> another one, um, and this one sounds silly, but this one f- for me was confirmed back to Thomas Moore again. Um, do your deep water starts palms down. And, oh, and, come on. Come on. Yeah, you stole, and, my, and you stole, my, you stole my trick. You, that's awesome. <laughs> but it's crazy. It's crazy though. Like, like that was, so he tried everything, you know, and and he used a curved handle, you know, when he was a kid and kids don't use a curved handle until he went palms down that it, that it never went away. But it makes sense if if we're saying that repetition, repetition over and over is what causes this. Look how many deep water starts you, uh, you know, a set you do, how many deep water starts a month you do. So if you can just go palms down, just, just to balance out, you know, that, that, that pressure, cut it, you know, cut it in half. Um, find that, yeah, you might find that balance. And, and so what else, what else, what else could be preventative in terms of, I got, I got to be honest. I just had a total, a total awakening on something. Um, and that is, uh, you know, I did have an injury where I, um, I messed up my forearm, um, and, and literally lost, lost grip strength to the point that I, could not ski my left my left arm just really couldn't hold pressure my pinky and my ring finger just could not you know hold grip the handle and so what i was ended up doing it was uh i was um i popped the handle at two ball at 41 you know just just super you know over skiing not over skiing but over uh i should have i should have not taken that shot but i you know you you start running 41 you start being <laughs> overconfident you start doing all this stuff and i ended up popping the handle anyway you know i was like ooh ooh i'm a little sore there ooh you know and i woke up the next day and my hand my arm was very swollen and, uh, and just really weak. And so anyway, I let it, I let it heal. I was like, Oh, I just popped my hand. I'll strain my forearm. I'll be fine. And then fast forward, uh, I was trying to ski. I'd have, to, I could ski two days and then I'd have to take a week off because it would, it would be scary. Like going through the wakes at 39 and I could feel my pinky and ring finger opening uh, and you're yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to peel off here. So that was the moment. And then, and then at that same time, I remember Marcus Brown, you know, talking about how he messed up his, you know, he, he messed up his arm and ended up having to use, you know, a strap style glove. And so I was like, hmm, you know what? For me to get back on the water quicker right now, I think I need to take that pressure off my off my forearm. And so I went to yeah. I went to the radar vice gloves, you know, the the strap assisted glove. And and um 
It, it, I'm not going to lie. It took a, it took a few, took a few sets to get used to, you know, skiing with a strap and versus, you know, grabbing the handle with your forearm. But, um, you know, taking that pressure off of my, of my muscles in my forearm allowed all of that to start to relax. I was getting therapy and all that. So I, I was healing at the same time, but it was really shocking how, how much work it is when you don't, you don't realize it, but how much work it is to hold on and hold on to the handle the whole time you're skiing. A, a person yeah. who is on the heavier side for their, for their size ski, those types of people will tell you, they'll know like their, their forearms get tired, you know, and every once in a while, yeah. they'll just pop a handle where they just couldn't hold on, you know? So anyway, I went to, went to, uh, the vice glove and, and my, my, my awakening was that I, I think since I went to the vice glove, I have not had inside elbow pain. So, yeah. so preventative. it's preventative to wear the glove. Number yeah. one, I have a lot of other things that I'm doing that pr- try to prevent that, but that it leads right into the, the mo- more, the, the bigger, the bigger picture on top of using the glove is to get treatment. And that meaning preventative means, you know, uh, I, I get a massage every, I mean, if I'm skiing day to day and going for it summertime, I'm getting a massage minimal once every two weeks. Yeah. And, and when you get that massage, I can tell you that the, the, I mean, the back always feels good to get done. You know, it, it uh, you know, that, it's always overworked muscles. So that, that does feel good, but the single, single best feeling, most rewarding uh, muscle group they do is your forearms and your hand. You know, when they, when they work, go yeah. in there and work those, it is, it, it feels so good. You're like, don't, don't stop. You could do that for an hour, you know? So, so anyway, the point being, you know, uh, try to stay ahead of your injuries. I mean, we've talked about this in plenty of other episodes. Like you've got to, you've got to do preventative maintenance on your body. You do all this stuff on your ski. You, you know, you, you mentally think about your skiing, but then we forget that you cannot just go out and, and hammer these sets without understanding that you need rest, that you need, you know, massage therapy, that you need to take care of yourself. You need to eat well, you know, you need to sleep well, you know, this is a, is a high intensity sport. I mean, I've never, I've actually, I don't think I've ever done another sport that is such high intensity in such uh, short periods of time. So anyway, that would be my, that would be my long rant on, you know, I think that, you know, using the glove and also, you know, I think what happens is you're day after day after day, you're, you're breaking down those forearms, you're breaking down those hand muscles, you know, those all connect to your elbow. They all go up your arm. They go to your shoulder. You could start having shoulder issues because your forearms or your hands are weak, you know, and you don't feel it, but it's, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a combination of, of effects. So just make sure that you're taking care of your body and, you know, I mean, do, can you ski every day? I know people that do. Those people, I just say, if you're going to do that, you guys need to be doing massage therapy. Uh, I'm into rolfing, whatever it is. You got to, you got to do something that, that keeps your body in tune. So how about you? What's, what's, yeah. what's next on the, what's next on the hit list? Well, so, so the, okay. So there were, you know, there's some like preventative measures, right? So even if you're not, even if you're not there yet, or you've been there in the past and you're, and it's, it's feeling good now that I think, you know, a couple, you know, exactly that stretch, um, silly as it is, get up, palms down, um, massage therapy, regular massage therapy, and even considering using like a strap style, clincher style glove, um, 
Radar Vice or a few of the other companies make them all, you know, so that, okay. So we're past prevention, dude. We're in the throes of this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I can't even look at my elbow without wincing. What, um, let's just, you know, go over some therapies that maybe we've had success with. And again, this is junkyard stuff, not pretending to be physical therapists, but just, you know, just calling on some experience and, and the experience of some of the doctors I've worked with. So when I was, when I was, um, you know, pre-world and all of a sudden oh nine and and I felt like, you know, I had cotton balls in my in my hand. I could not close it all the way. Um I was I did, I just threw everything at it. So I did um acupuncture is what I think in my mind worked in the end, but I did a little bit of electric stim, um obviously did a lot of massage, um, and then and then a lot of acupuncture. So I mean my idea was and this and I tell other people this too, especially if they're on a timeline to try and get past a, a little injury like this, is just throw everything at it. <clears throat> Doesn't matter what sticks, something something will, you know. So rest and then, you know, those three different you know, modes of, of therapy, and that's what, you know, within two weeks I was good to go. Um there is a um, you know, and, and again, like, I, you know, there is a surgical option in the end, but you know, like any, anything else like that should be your absolute last, in my opinion, that should be your last, sort of your last straw, but totally uh, concur by the way on that one. Totally concur. Yeah, I mean, what, what, um, try not to, try not to, try not to end there unless you've tried everything else. Uh, even if you're not into, you know, if you're more Western medicine and you're, and you're not into the Eastern medicine thing, give it a shot, you know, anything can help. You know, for me, for me, uh, when I really did blow that arm out, I lost, they basically said I, I had agitated or hurt my ulnar nerve. Um, and, and that's a, that's a big one for a, a water skier. So we did, uh, yeah, I, I just remember doing the raking, you know, they, they had this or yeah, scrape yeah. scraping, scraping is what they were doing, you know? So they took these, I put my arm down and they just, use these different scrapers and they were, Oh my yeah. gosh, man. It so like aluminum or like a big, a stainless, stainless steel kind of a, like a spoon. Like a, yeah. Oh, it hurts like and, hell. Oh it? man. I mean, they would rake <laughs> it, it, it was the weirdest feeling. Like you'd be like, I love it. Oh, I hate it. It hurts so bad, but then it would I feel know. so good. So uh, it, I found that to be, I found that to be really, really good. Once, once I was hurt, that was, that was my, that was my only thing. And then just understanding rest, you know, like yeah. you use, you use your grip strength for so many things. And, and all of us water skiers are, are insanely strong grip strength slash, you know, uh, picking things up. I mean, I, it's so funny when, once you're injured, you, you start to realize how much you've been overdoing all of these things once you're hurt. So, yeah, you know, I think yeah. that's a, that, that's a big one. So massage therapy for me. And then the, the scraping, I don't even know what the, honestly, what the, what the technical term is for it. And, uh, I, and I can't remember either, but, but it, it, it's really effective. Like, and, but I'm, I'm with you. Like I, I love Dr. Tom, but I, I've never wanted to to punch a man in the mouth more than when he digs into he was he did some therapy on my knee and with using that same instrument and it was just like it, it feels so good until it doesn't and it's like it's like anger inciting oh and then and uh, then you're all scratched up like you've never even seen before it looks like you were it looks like you're in a battle you know so it's not pretty it's not fun so let's let's not get to that place but if you have to yeah, yeah you the, know, scraping, you, the scraping the scraping definitely helped for you know, me 
Yeah, for sure. And, and when, when, if I ever just get, you know, cause I'll still get like discomfort there. So if I'm on the, on the sort of the front end of this, a really good one for me is, is, is just ice massage. And, and I'll, I'll do, you know, I'll just do that myself. It was, it, you know, it was a technique I was taught, but it's just, and it's exactly that it's with an ice cube and it's just, it's just massaging around below that, 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 you know, that process on the inside of your elbow, you know, just trying to get a, you get a, get a little bit of blood flow going plus you're icing it at the same time that, that one where, you know, that's, you know, that wouldn't be if you were at the point where you, you know, you, you can't high five your buddies that hurt so bad. But I mean, what, if you're just getting a little bit of discomfort there, ice massage is a good deal. Um, so I've seen, you know, a lot of people and I'm not sure to what success, maybe you can speak to this, but there's like those different bands that you can wear, um, below your elbow. Um, it's a consumer product. It's a golf. It's, I mean, it is, it is actually sold for golfers elbow. Have you ever tried one? I've seen lots of people use it. So, so I, um, yeah, yeah, dude, I've done it all, bro. I've done it all. I've made fun of pe- everything that I've ever sort of made fun of people. I, I, I remember, you know, in my, <laughs> in my awesome, in my awesome egotistical early young years. And we all are that way. I, oh, yeah. I basically, I made fun of people who use clinchers. I said, man, if I have to use clinchers, I will just retire or quit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Now, now I, now I, now I, I use and design and, um, Dude, you designed it. You designed a pair. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to use these until I design a pair, <laughs> you know? So, so yeah. So I don't, I, I, you know what? That was so crazy. I totally lost my train of thought. I have no idea where I was going with that, but but, uh, you know, making fun of people oh, the, for, uh, the, oh, for the, using the, the strap, for using the strap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm back. Man, I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. I'm back. So yes. So at same time, I basically said the same thing. Like if I have to use a strap around my elbow, it's over. Okay. I'm either done for the year or I'm retiring. And what happened this spring? Oh, I blew my arm up and I had to, it, it hurt so bad that I, and I didn't do anything wrong while skiing, except this is that trip that uh, you didn't end up on there, Trent, which, which, yeah. uh, which was smart. It was smart because you knew, <laughs> but my, knew. my, my little ego had to go out and say, you know, on, on day two, I, day one, I come off the dock and I ski, you know, skied well and felt great and woke up the next day and felt pretty good, a little sore. Uh, then go out and ski and I got, you know, got the uh, Brooks in the boat and you're feeling good. You're at the boarding school. The water's warm. It's January. I, you know, I should be doing some th- my opening passes, but you know, what do I do? I go 32, 35, 38. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try 39, but I'm, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to take any shots. Like I, I am aware of what's going on. I'm like, my body's not ready for this, but what do I do? I run 39, didn't take a shot, felt great, got in the boat. You know, I was like, sweet, what a great start to the year. This is so fun. Wake up the next morning. I can't move my arm. Literally, I'm like, <laughs> what did I do? My bicep hurts, you know, and I didn't take any shots. So anyway, the point being at that point, uh, I'm on a I'm on a trip that, you know, obviously I need to do a little more skiing. So I I was like, hmm. And then I, Travis Moy was like, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I got a I got something for you. And he's like, I, I've had to use it too. Don't worry. Old man thing. Anyway, <laughs> what is it? Yep. It's an elbow strap. And the one he had was awesome. You know, like you put it right down on the outside. Cause I have tennis elbow, elbow, not the inside elbow. And you just yeah. put it right down on that tendon, right by where your elbow, right by where that tendon runs into your elbow. And then when you tighten that strap, 
I mean, it works. It works really good because basically for that injury, like I like right. I described, it's going to keep your you know as your arm goes straighter and more tension gets put on that on that on that tendon and that muscle, the the pressure keeps it from wanting to go all the way straight. So basically, it prevents your arm from from hyperextending or wanting to at least hyperextend, and so. I threw it on there. Obviously didn't feel great putting it on because my, my muscles like, ow, but, uh, I went out and I could ski. So I ended up skiing. Uh, yeah, I ended up skiing more sets on that, on that trip, which is, this is everything you're not supposed to do people. But you know, I was on a trip. It was a work trip. We were, we were working on some projects and you know, I just really didn't want to have blown my entire, my entire trip on this. So the strap worked wonderful have you uh, i mean have you had to wear it or or no you, but, but it, I, i'm glad i'm glad you told me this because i i it's something I, I get asked all the time you know because i i you know i i shoot a handful of people you know every every month you know complain about that to me like you know that in terms of that that elbow pain or slalom elbow pain so and i always get asked that question does it work and i've, I've I had no idea so there, so there's, there's one more, man. So there, I would you know, not, so I, the only thing don't do not, do not wear it. If your arm doesn't hurt. Right. Like I I'm a, I'm like just same thing. And, 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 and I'm, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest with, with this for everything. Uh, I don't support using a brace on any part of your body unless you're, yeah. you've, you're injured. You know, you do not need that brace yeah. and, yeah. and bracing, um, it, what ends up happening is it's a, it ends up being a crutch. And what ends up happening yeah. is that your muscles actually deteriorate, deteriorate, uh, in those zones when they don't have to be used. So go ahead and use a brace. If you need to use that armband, if you need to, uh, to get you through in a pinch, do not make it a staple part of your skiing. There's other things that I think, um, you can do to, to help that, uh, yep. without, without going that that way. So I don't know. Awesome. I mean, just my thoughts. Awesome. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, but. no, I think that's great. So, I mean, it, I just, I think it's, you know, it's good to know that if you do have this pain, you're not alone and it's not a, you know, it's not a hack injury. It's not an old guy injury or an old, 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 you know, an, an old lady injury. It, it's, I mean, it, it's across the broad spectrum of abilities and, and ages and, um, you know, prevent it if you can, right. If you can get ahead of it, no matter what you should be working on your, on your, you know, on your flexibility in, in that region of your body, um, strength, flexibility, that's going to get, you know, that's going to stay ahead of, of, of any injury, right. That's going to be your, your best, uh, your best hope in staying ahead of an injury. Um, and then if you do start to feel pain there, address it. Right. Mm. And that doesn't mean just, just keep skiing. It means, it means address it. If that means a little bit of rest. Great. You know, some ice, great. Some massage, great. You know, some sort of therapy, but stay ahead of it because it, it, it will get bad. <laughs> it, it, it will it get does. bad. Yeah. And it does. And then, so, uh, another thing that I started doing definitely, um, after that was uh, looking at my elbow alignment and understanding that hyperextending that elbow is what agitates that, that injury. So for me, for the past, I don't know, five years, could be more. I don't, I, I honestly don't remember. So it's, yeah, it's probably six, seven years now. I've been using a curved handle, um, yeah. curved handle. If you look at it, put your hands on the outside, you know, allow your arms to try to go straight. The curve in the end of the handle, basically put your elbows in a position that they don't want to go all the way to hyperextend. They'll go to, they will go to straight, but it's, it seems to be a motion that 
takes away some of that, some of that uh, hyperextension of the elbow. So I definitely did that. And then yep. and in, the, in that same moment that I, and I can't remember what year this was, this might be 2000. Gosh, I, I don't remember when I started using the strapped gloves, the vice gloves, but mm-hmm. anyway. No, I, I think that it was later than 2000, I think. Like, no, I, no, I, no, I never, no. I'm thinking like, I was thinking 09, 08. Exactly. No, I think, exactly. I think it was 09, 0, I think it was 09 or 10. 10. I felt Might like it was 10. right after, yeah, I felt like right after I blew up my elbow is about when you designed that vice glove. It, mm-hmm. it was really close to then. So, so then we've got that. Um, and so the other thing that I, that I did look into is that, you know, and that, in that realm, my grip strength, not necessarily my elbow, but my grip strength was really lacking. And I mm-hmm. really noticed a difference going to an ARS anti-roll handle, you know, yeah. over a, a, over a normal single strong handle. So, yeah. you know, the, the, yeah. the way that are, you know, and, 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 and again, if you don't have pain, I don't think this is a thing, so you don't have to worry about it. And I, and majority of people uh, around the world, I think use a, 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 you know, traditionally strong handle, but if you're having, if you're having grip strength problems, you're having elbow problems, then, then the whole goal is to reduce things that can agitate that area, agitate the muscles around that area, uh, or hyperextend. So, so, uh, I went to an ARS handle that is bent. So I'm like double, double doing it. And that I think has prevented a lot of it. Um, and I think it's, it's definitely something to, to, I mean, I, I wouldn't even hesitate if you're, if you're, if you start to feel like that's going, that, that your grip strength or your elbow is going south, curved handle, uh, and also check out, uh, you know, an anti-roll style stringing sure. of it and, and, and reduce sure. it. So, and then what yeah. do you think, what do you think about, I know this is crazy, uh, it's not crazy, but, um, <laughs> what do you think about evaluating how you're skiing? you know, at that point, you know, when your elbow hurts, Whoa, like, you know, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, if you, if you, I mean, if you can run lines through the, through the course where, where you're never, you're never losing connection to the pylon, you're never, or, you know, never creating any slack, then I mean, obviously, you know, it's going to, it's going to be, um, it's going to be a lot easier. And, you know, and that, and that might be, that might be sort of a, okay, like a spring project, you know, when you hit back on the water, it's gonna be like, okay, like, you know, I'm going to spend kind of like, you know, you had shared, um, a few months back in an episode, just saying you, you suddenly had this realization. What if I just never fell at the buoy, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, start your spring off just like that. What if, what if I never made a move that, 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 uh, that created a loss of, of line tension, you know, mm-hmm. what if I just, what if I just set a line and just ran that line through the entire course? No, there, there's a, I mean, Dude, that's going to go a heck of a lot further than any of these other ones. It's just, you know, at some point it's going to unravel. But no, I think that's that's a that's a really good point. But but Trent, every time on my onside, if I just slam, I can come straight into that buoy, slam, yeah. and I can. I'm just. It's the best line I could run. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, and don't put the handle in the water. Don't dunk your elbow. Like all of these things are 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 ways that you found to get through. Uh, get through passes, but they're not the ideal, ideal way. And, yeah. and that's why we, we, we gotta, we gotta evaluate what we're doing. You know, if you're getting tennis elbow, if you're getting golf elbow, uh, overuse, you know, under, under, um, under taking care of your body is going to be a problem. And then check your line in the course, you know, look at, look at what you're doing. Uh, you know, probably reach out to a coach, you know, we're doing stuff on give go, 
Uh, that app's been just awesome. Um, there's tons of video coaching or, or if you're near, near, a near a ski school, get down there and, and evaluate what is it in your technique or your setup or whatever that is also holding you back so that you can, you know, run cleaner lines and not take those hits. I mean, yeah. I, I, one of the things I've done in my whole career is, is, and, and, and part of it is, you know, I, I go back and I, and I go, I wish I had skied a little bit more sets, but I try to manage my number of sets so that I don't get run down, that I don't get over skied, that I, that I don't take too many hits. Um, and I'm always like you and I have beat up a million times. I'm always working on my gates. I'm always working on my starting, starting rhythm. You know, I don't want to bang my head against the wall. I don't want to be taking slack shots. So what do, do all of the things that you need to do to be able to, prevent all of this from happening. Preventative is the, is the only way. 